0: In today's episode, I want to warn you to be careful if you have these. And the things that I'm talking about are these plants that can be deadly to cats. Now, if you are a cat lover and have these plants in your home, you will want to consider swapping them out with cat-safe plants. I'll get into that in the episode that's coming up. Hi, it's Kasha McDaniel, and I am a home stager decorator, and you're listening to the Creative Home Podcast, where I talk about staging and decorating and all things associated with your home. So take a listen. Hello, and welcome to another Creative Home Podcast. I am your host, Kasha McDaniel. And like I said in the beginning, I want to talk to you about these plants that could be deadly to cats. Now, I was visiting my friend Chelsea, who owns a plant store called Rhizome Houseplants. It's in my town of Carthage, North Carolina. And she carries only indoor plants and ones that are really hard to kill. <laughs> Believe me, I've forgotten to water mine and they are still alive. They actually make me look like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> They're called Rhizome Plants and their roots grow horizontally. And according to Google, they store starches and proteins, which enable them to, quote, perinate, perinate, I'm not saying the word right, basically means survive an uh, unfavorable season underground. And unfavorable to me means when I forget to water them, (laughs) right? So these are great ones for that. Meaning that they won't, they're hard to kill, right? So yeah, so rhizome plants for me harder to kill because they have that, those roots that do that. Right. So yeah. So when we got to talking, my friend Chelsea told me about one of the most common questions she gets. And the question is, are these plants safe for cats? I would have never thought of that. I would have thought safe for dogs. Well, apparently plant loving people also love cats. That was an interesting demographic. I was like, Oh, I didn't think about that. Now I personally don't love cats, I I never had any pets growing up, so I don't love or hate them. I just, okay, they're there, you know, Um, but I do love plants. So we got onto this topic and Chelsea shared with me a list of plants that are poisonous to cats and ones that are safe for cats. And I want to share that list with you right now so that you can go kind of go through them. Now I will see if I can put them in the show notes because it's a really long list, but I'll also... Um, put this as a blog post so that you can read the list. Um, But the poisonous to cats list, and these are kind of long, kind of um, uh, the names of these plants. Um, I'll kind of rattle them off real quick. Amaryllis, autumn crocus, azaleas and rhododendrons. I'm like, oh, I have azaleas in my front yard. Okay. Those are poisonous. Castor bean, chrysanthemums, daisies. I'm like, oh, I love daisies uh, cyclamen, don't know if I'm saying that right, daffodils, narcissus, I'm like, oh, I love dar- da- daffodils too, diphenimbachia, I don't know what that is, English ivy, oh, I've seen those, those like to take over, hyacinths, oh, those are so pretty, Callen, K- callencho. lilies, lily of the valley, marijuana, oh, okay, <laughs> oleander, peace lilies, pothos, devil's ivy, Uh, a sago palm, Spanish thyme and tulips. I love tulips. Those are all poisonous to plants or sorry, poisonous to cats. (laughs) These plants are poisonous to cats. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I was like, oh, a lot of those I have in my front yard. Oh my gosh. Okay. Didn't know about it. Wow. Had no idea. So now you're probably wondering, well, which ones are the cat safe plants? Okay. So she has a list of those as well. And again, some of these I'm not going to pronounce well. And again, I'll try and put them in the show notes so you can read them. Right. So Calatheas, prayer plants, spider plants are good for cats, orchids. I can never get an orchid to last very long for me. So I try and stay away from those. Pilia bromeliad, staghorn fern, hypocystin Hi, pop. Uh, I'm going to solely have to write this down for you guys. Uh, Peperomia, Boston fern, Venus Flytraps, Bird Nest Fern, African Violets, Hawthornea, and Echeveria. Seriously, I'm going to write these down for you guys. I'll, I'll leave a post up so you can find read these. But those are the cat safe plants. So, like I said, I didn't realize that I had poisons to cats plant in my yard. I had no idea. Uh, But luckily I don't have cats. But if you do and you want to keep your cat around, take a look at what is growing in your garden. So I do love that Chelsea has a cat safe plant list. And while you may not be able to visit her shop because you may not live here anywhere near in North Carolina, you can take this list with you when you go to the garden center and look for ones on this list if you have cats in your home. Now, if you don't have to worry about cats and you do want some indoor rhizome plants that are hard to kill. Now, Chelsea has other plants that are more expensive, a higher end, more rare species that she has in her store. And she used to ship them. I don't, she, I asked her to yesterday when I visited her, um, if she still ships plants and she says, mm, I kind of stopped doing that right now. So if you see something on her Facebook page and I'll leave in the show notes, um, her Facebook page that you can follow. If there's something that you see on there and you're thinking, "Oh, I'd really love to get that one," reach out to her. Maybe she'll ship it out to you. I don't know because you know shipping plants. That's that's a hard thing to do to you know make sure they don't wilt. Maybe in the wintertime, you know, kind of harder to do that. Maybe it's better in the wintertime. I don't know, but. Um, some rhizome plants that are hard to kill. My favorites are the snake plants and ZZ plants. That's what they're called. The letter Z twice. ZZ plants. Yeah. And there's all different kinds of snake plants. I had no idea. Now, you've always seen the ones that are like, you know, tall and skinny and, you know, and um, they're kind of look more modern type of thing. Now, my house is not modern. It's more of a traditional type of home with decor and stuff like that. But I, in my dining room, I got this really tall snake plant. It's about four feet tall. It's in the planter and everything. So it's about, it's it's tall. It, it is. Um, and I bought this from Chelsea when she first opened up her store about a year ago. And I love that it one. It's in the corner of my dining room. Um, it's not in direct light. And none of these plants really need direct light. As long as there's some kind of light coming in, they're going to be okay. They're gonna be fine. They don't. I don't think they even these types are need to be in direct light. So I have one in my dining room corner. Um, my other favorites are. There's. I have another smaller snake plant in my uh, master bedroom. In the kitchen, I have two smaller snake plants that are just prettier. They're they're kind of curvy, more and short. They're not very tall. Plus, I also have them in a, sh- a little pot. Now, the one thing I did learn about snake plants is if you move them to a bigger pot they're going to want to take up more space and fill up the pot. So if you really want a bigger one, just make the pot bigger. I had no idea. Who knew? So if you contain it in a smaller pot, same thing with the ZZ plant. I had um, I got my ZZ plant from my office is where I ended up going. And it didn't have as many sprouts when it first started. It had like a, a sprout or two that was coming out with their um, existing ones that were there. So it wasn't very full, but when I put it in my office, it just took off. Now it's not, it's between two windows, kind of in a corner. So it's kind of shaded in there. It doesn't get direct light, but man, it just took off and filled the pot. And I was like, wow, holy cow. I really love that spot there. So I was really happy with that one. And again, it, it took up the, and filled, there's little sprouts. There's probably, I'm looking at it right now going, uh, it's probably got like, I don't know, 10 or 15 just stalks out of it all different heights different you know um things in there and it's in my office and it's very happy right there in the corner I'm like oh okay and then I got another one that's um I'm gonna just call it a stripy kind of plant it looks like a spider plant but it's really big um bigger than a spider plant because spider plants are really small little compact little things you know this one's a bigger one uh probably about and it's it's also wide It's just pretty because I like the variegated the the stripes on it. It's just something different, right? It's not just one leaf color because you're looking at greenery going. It's just green, but this one's kind of a a cool like a neon green with a dark green in it. So, I just like that. So that's just me. But those are just some ideas for you, um, about you know some indoor plants. Luckily, I only have to water these like every two weeks, or when the soil is really dry. So you put your finger in there and it's dry. I'm like, yeah they don't like to be watered very often anyway, which is kind of nice because I can forget and go, okay, when did I water these last? Oh, darn it. Okay. Or if I'm, you know, going on vacation, like, you know, especially going on spring break or winter vacation, you're like, what am I going to do with my plants? That's okay. I water them right before I leave. And then when I come back, they're still fine. Unlike my basil plant that basically died on me while I was gone. I felt so bad. No indoor basil anymore for me. But anyway, because I only have to water these every two weeks, um, that helps my lack of a green thumb because they make me look like I do have a green thumb and that's because they're rhizome plants. They store the water in the roots below, kind of like a camel and then release it as the plant needs it. So I just love that. it makes my life so much easier. So, um, I will, like I said, I'll put a, put this as a blog post and I'll put post pictures of my plants and maybe it'll inspire you to bring some nature into your home because there are so many benefits to houseplants anyway. I started off with two, two little ones that literally I could put them in a cup holder. They were that small, right? Because they, you know, benefits of house plants are you know, like eliminating air pollutants, especially if you're, you know, moving into a new home and you have like, you know, freshly painted walls, new carpets, new flooring, anything like that. Well, there would be some toxins, not toxins, but stuff that kind of, you know, give off the, you know, the stuff after you're painting and things like that, that the plants help clean that air, the air pollutants that are in there and kind of eliminate that with those plants, right? Plants also help reduce stress and can boost your mood. I know because you look at it going, oh, that's looking so good, right? So if you are a plant lover, um, I hope that this gives you a chance to kind of, you know, give your boost a little a good mood. And if you're not a plant lover, but you're thinking about doing it, just try one try, just try one. It's okay. You know, they don't have to be anything huge. You know, they don't have to take up too much space. And I think that'll help you with your, you know, house uh, air pollutants and reducing stress and boosting your mood. All right. I hope you guys have a fantastic week. And I hope this gives you some, um, ideas also, if you do have cats that these, you know, avoid these plants and have these plants instead. All right. We'll talk to you later.